0: Hello, this is Leela Viss, and welcome to Key Ideas. Piano teaching doesn't come bundled with ready-made solutions. This podcast highlights some brilliant options for innovative piano teachers just like you. Today, I share this spotlight episode with Jana Carlson. Back in 2017, Jana made her way to the 88 Creative Keys Workshop in Denver from her home in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. In the episode, you'll learn how the workshop and her short stay in Colorado triggered a cross-country trek to where she now calls home and a significant change in her career path. I'm so pleased that Jana carved out a fresh life update because it led to the launch of the company that Jana and her husband Jeremy own called Studio Rocket Web Design. Soon after they opened for business, I hired them to move my 88 Piano Keys site from WordPress, and they fearlessly remodeled it to leelavis.com in Squarespace. Now, if you don't know what that means, it's okay. Just know that it was a gigantic task, they made it happen, and I couldn't be more pleased with the look and the navigation of my site. And that brings us to the topic of this podcast episode. How to Prepare Your Studio to Thrive in 2021. And more specifically, How to Prepare Your Studio's Online Presence So That It Thrives in 2021. It's definitely a different world and an online presence is no longer optional. It's mandatory. Jana shares tips on what it takes to develop or update a site that reflects who you are and how to stand out and attract potential students in the vast worldwide web. Jana Carlson is one half of Studio Rocket Web Design, a web design company for music teachers that she owns with her husband, Jeremy. Jana is a piano teacher who built a website for her studio many years ago and saw huge growth as a result. Jeremy is an audio engineer and musician who is passionate about detail and design. They imagined working together for years before launching Studio Rocket Web Design. They feel lucky to be able to combine their skills to help music teachers. Together, they also own Pianosaur, an online piano lesson program for young children, and Jana maintains a small private studio. Jana and Jeremy now live in Washington State with their two kitty kids, Fred and Ginger, where they're all trying to get used to real cold and snow. Now, here's Lila's conversation with Jana. Hello, today I have with me Jana Carlson, and we first met back in 2017 at the 88 Creative Keys workshop with Bradley Sowash and our special guest with was Tim Topham. And we were just reflecting on that and thinking that that was probably one of the best ones, although I think they all were really good. Uh, But we can't even imagine going back to something like that right now with the state of the world as it is. So here we are online talking together over Zoom. And I'm so glad to have you here, Jana. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So let's dive into what we initially were going to talk about today. And that was all about having an amazing website. And truth be told, I have an amazing website because you and Jeremy worked really hard to make it look good. And I'm so thankful for that. And I know that um, I wouldn't have the traffic that I do if it wasn't for all of your work behind the scenes. And I know that all teachers kind of wish they had that. And so we were going to talk about, okay, what does a website look like and what are some good things to have on your website and what are things to avoid? And then you said, you know what, maybe we should tweak it just a little bit. So now, why, why do you think you wanted to tweak it and what were your tweaks about our talk today that um, are going to give us direction?
1: Yes. So when we first discussed this, we, we mentioned the possibility of talking about several things to not do on your studio website, which is a really fun topic. And uh-huh. that will be something else to dive into. But as I was kind of stepping out, zooming out a little bit and, and thinking about it, it occurred to me that this might just not be the best season to talk mm-hmm. about what to not do mm-hmm. on your website. I, I think um, I am experiencing a lot of exhaustion from this year, and I know that a lot of other teachers are as well. And I think maybe looking at positive ways to thrive that can include your website, absolutely. But positive ways to thrive in your studio, regardless of what the future looks like, might feel a little bit more hopeful mm-hmm. and relevant. It it lifted my spirits as I was thinking mm-hmm. about it, and so my hope was that that would um, that would be something that would be more helpful to teachers than maybe um, me sharing tips for um, for what not to do on your website. Though I will be excited to talk about that at some point.
0: <laughs> well, and. I agree with you too. Positivity is good. We all need a breath of positivity through a lot of negative negativity that we've been enduring for a while, for a long time, much longer than we wanted to. So let's let's dive in then to uh, how you feel that your website is important to you, but also important to the families that visit it, and what do you do in particular to encourage teachers to make their their websites relevant and to make parents excited about having their child in your studio.
1: Yes. This is a topic I love I love <laughs> to chat about. So I if it's okay I'd love to tell you a little story about a really wonderful teacher that we worked with at the um in the Spring, um, he came to us and had lost a number of students due to the the pandemic. Um, he just had a bunch of students up and quit, and he was hoping to replace at least a few of those coming into the fall semester. And he already had a website, but he felt like he needed a better one—one one that represented him more accurately and really showcased what he had to offer students. And so we rebuilt his website. We built a new website for him, launched it. Uh, at the end of May and he reached out about 2 months later and said I just need to let you know I've had 16 new student inquiries and I'm going to be full going into the new year and by the time he started his school year he had a waiting list that just kept growing and I think the difference was I mean we we did a little bit of SEO for him on the back end of his new site and things like that but I think the difference was We helped him to craft, copy the text Mm. Mm. and get photos for his website that really focused on the experience a student would have in his studio. So rather than listing his impressive qualifications as a teacher that were fantastic um, and, you know, sort of putting a lot of content in a short space, you know, in that small website space, instead, we just honed in on what it was like to play music with him. Mm -hmm. And it was cool. It was really exciting to build because he was clearly a teacher who was passionate about connecting with kids in his community through music and with families. And once we did that, it just made a huge difference. So I think the biggest change that teachers can make on their websites to really attract students is to engage a parent's imagination mm with an image of their kid's experience playing music in that studio rather than talking about a teaching philosophy or, um, you know, uh, the curriculum you use and, you know, things that are very important, but that a parent doesn't even know to care mm-hmm. about, <laughs> right? The parent just really wants to give their child a great experience and a love of music. They don't want to enroll their child in the studio, start with lessons, and then have the, the child burn out after a few weeks and say, I'm done. I don't want to play the piano anymore. (laughs) Um, I want to go play soccer. Um, And so I think that the magic lies in really connecting with that parent's desire to give their child the very best.
0: And it's all about show versus tell, don't you think? Absolutely. You know, a picture really does, what, capture at least a thousand words, a video, 10,000. So yes, I'm all about showing versus telling. Now, this is kind of ancillary, but I, I have to compare it to, I opened up a, uh, an email from Banana Republic, and it, uh, it was this gal who ha- was tall and had blonde hair, kind of just like me, and she had on this yellow dress with flowers on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was absolutely no way that I would ever wear a yellow dress with flowers on it. But I saw her in it. I'm like, you know what? I like that. And I ended up buying it It's one of my favorite dresses. So kind of the same thing. When you imagine yourself in, you can see yourself there. I think that's the key.
1: Yes. I could not agree more. And, you know, if you don't feel like you have the right photos to represent that, I think that's okay as long as you understand that you have to be very careful with your words, that your words have to immediately draw a parent in and paint that picture that, may, that you may not have the luxury of presenting if all your lessons are online right now.
0: Exactly. I know that. And that is a problem, isn't it? You know, um, I'm going to get some photos updated for my site. And I have a mom who's a photographer, and she's all into branding and she is all over this. So, you know, it, that's a great place to start, is just in your parent circle first, because they probably know someone that could help. And then if you get a few students in the studio, could even wear masks, I guess, you know?
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, let's talk a little bit, though, about um, how you feel that parents should communicate with you once they see your website. You know, like how do you make that process happen to turn them from inquiring to signing up?
1: Yes. So I think that the the big key is. Clarity and simplicity. Mm. So rather than expecting parents to go to this page and read this first and then, um, you know, following a couple of steps before they actually hear from me, I want to make it really easy for them to reach out and to get started. And so Um, just a practical thing that I do is make sure that there's an easy way for parents to reach my contact or enrollment form from every page on my website. Mm -hmm. And those buttons are are nice and big and, and beautiful and clearly labeled. And so a parent has no doubt after they've been on my website for 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. They have no doubt what they need to do to get started. And then when they reach out, I just, I promptly respond. And usually I like to start with a trial lesson and I call it a trial lesson, but it's really just a chance for us to meet and see if we're a good fit. But I try to get from my homepage, that first welcoming image on my website to that trial lesson scheduling in as few steps as possible because parents just have so much to juggle right now. And so do I, honestly. It's in it's in my best interest also to keep the process really simple and clear, but I don't ever want a parent to be hunting for how to get started or worried about what steps they need to take care of before they reach out.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And I use my music staff and There is a little bit of a process, but there's a nice big button on pretty much every page so that people can go register. And that, to me, is the signal that, oh, okay, they're serious. Because I will talk to someone on the phone, but I won't hear back from them, or I'll say, go to my website, you you can get the information there that you need, and then you can register. And if they don't, then I know they weren't that serious. And it saves me a lot of time. It really just sorts through the weeds and you get to the people that you know are serious. So I totally love the action buttons. So yes. Uh, Now, then you move on to just your content in general. How, are you, how have you become such an expert? Because we, we just jumped the gun here. When I talked to you and met you at 88 Creative Keys, you were in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. You had a booming uh, studio. You were teaching group lessons. You, you were all set. And then something happened. So tell us about that.
1: Okay. So at 88 Creative Keys... As I was um, on a, one of my daily walks when we were not in those fantastic sessions with you and Bradley and Tim, um, it just really hit me hard that I missed being out west. I'd spent a couple of summers in Colorado when I was younger and I'd lived in the northwest as a teenager. Um, Jeremy, my husband, is from California and He had been missing the West for a while, I think, but I was pretty happy where we were. And yes, I had a thriving studio. I had goals and plans and I was set. But being out there in Colorado that summer was really eye-opening for me. And I went home and told Jeremy, I think I'm ready to move. I think it's time for a change. And so we did. It it took a couple years. In the meantime, we started Studio Rocket Web Design and... I grew my studio even further, but we kind of had that eye on the future, knowing that we wanted to be out west. And my family is out here in the northwest, and so um, it just felt like a good fit. So in, let's see, in the summer, early summer of 2019, so about a year and a half ago, we packed up and moved across the country. And we had bought our house sight unseen. Mm. <laughs> the the real estate market is pretty insane here. And so we'd bought our house sight unseen and it was beautiful. We loved it. But it was not as friendly to teaching as I had bought. Mm. Okay. And it was a really big surprise when we got here.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: Okay. And so the house and, and the neighborhood as well, both things presented some pretty major challenges to rebuilding my studio, which had been my plan. I would planned to um, start a new group studio here. And thankfully, I had... I had let my North Carolina students know about the option of continuing with me online, even though that wasn't really my first love teaching (laughs) one-on-one. I really wanted that group studio. Uh (laughs) Um, I convinced them to, to stick with me. And so I had um, maybe about 10 students who stuck with me in online lessons and going into fall, that fall of 2019, it turned out that I had no local studio. I just had those 10 or so North Carolina students online and it was it was just not at all what i was expecting mm-hmm. and so i put a lot more time and effort into studio rocket web design and that was just really enjoyable it turned out to be kind of a huge a huge gift to be able to really focus on that and then it also gave me time to connect one on one with some long time students that i hadn't really spent a lot of one on one time with and when the pandemic hit in the spring i had several parents reach out to me and say i am so grateful that you are already working with my child online that this mm. is a constant a positive constant in their lives right now and it was positive for me as well because i didn't have to do that you know that rapid sort of shuffle to to go from being in person to being online and watching other teachers do that. I just, their, the courage and the flexibility was just awe-inspiring. But I was really grateful that after that cross-country move, there wasn't another huge change right off the bat. So it ended up to be a blessing in disguise, but it was well-disguised at first.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Definitely a jumpstart ahead of all of us. And you're so kind to call it inspiring. I would call it very scary, but it (laughs) happened, you know, and we all did. We all managed to reinvent ourselves as did schools, everybody. We had to, we didn't have a choice. So yes, you, you had your way set already. And that's interesting because I think most piano teachers have more than one income stream and you allowed yourself enough time so that you could focus on the other income stream. So tell us a little bit more about your business and then what you have going for that business now?
1: Yes. So my husband, Jeremy, is a, an audio engineer by training and, um, and by passion <laughs> and a musician. And we had talked for a long time about what it would look like to work together in the area of music, and, um, or, or at least with a, an element of crossover in music. And, um, and at some point, shortly after I was at 88 Creative Keys, we came up with this idea of using his skills and my skills, my, you know, my roots in the piano teaching community and his skills with all things technology to build websites for music teachers. And it felt like a really natural fit because I had built my first studio website on Squarespace many years ago. And I saw really big studio growth as a result of that, that became my single most powerful marketing tools, my website. And So that really inspired me watching and listening to other, other teachers talk about what a challenge uh, having a great studio website was. It really inspired me to think of how we could make that easy. And so it was a really natural fit for us. And, um, and so over the last several years, we've just, we've, we've built a ton of fantastic relationships in the teaching community. We have worked with a number of just really incredible, inspiring teachers, um, Yourself at the top of the list, absolutely oh, um, it was such an honor to build to build your website. I still go back and look at it, and I feel really excited and proud of that website um,
0: it 's beautiful mm-hmm.
1: and so in the through that process it 's become really clear that teachers, well, some teachers love having us just take that task completely off their plates. Other teachers kind of want to get in there and do it themselves, or they don't want to commit to to having a deadline with a web designer. And so they kind of want to just do it at their own pace. And so we realized that there could be a potential way to make this easy, even for teachers who don't have a high comfort level with technology. And that became our goal. So we decided to build a course that would step music teachers, specifically music teachers, through the process of building their studio website on Squarespace in a way that would look modern and up to date and represent them and their unique studio really well with very little learning curve on their part. (laughs) So we want to make it We want to make it easy, and we even want to make it fun. It's really fun once you get in and see your elements up there in the page, your photos and your copy and the story of your studio. It's fun to exercise some creative expression through that and to really see your studio look like the thing that you are really proud of. So... That's what we've done. Um, we're launching that course on November eighteenth, and our we're just going to leave enrollment open for a week. Um, but teachers who enroll in it get access for the lifetime of the course, and um, and we've just we've made it as simple as an enjoyable a process as possible.
0: Well, and I have to put in my two cents here because I started my blog back in 2013 on WordPress, really not knowing a thing. Mm -hmm. And then someone jumped in and helped me set up a few things. I think my store, I had no idea how that happened, but suddenly I had a store. And then whenever there was an issue, I had to get help. I didn't know how to help myself. And suddenly that frustration level just, yeah, I, I was done. And then that's where I saw, I kept seeing Squarespace and how cool everything looked in Squarespace. thought, you know what? I'm going to switch over. And I'm so glad that I did because you you did a whole bunch of the hard work. But now I go in and if I do have a question, their support is so easy to follow. They have videos on just about everything. You can follow directions very easily. Um, I, I know I'm. I, people probably think of me as tech savvy, but... I have my limits too. There's those angst moments like, "No, I don't want to do that." And now I even know how to, you know, get analytics from my site and all of that kind of stuff. So, I can't tell teachers enough uh, about using Squarespace. It's friendly, you can do it, and if and if you have a course from Jana and Jeremy, it's going to be Okay, I won't call it a breeze, but we'll call it fun. <laughs> How's that? Yes. And then yes. I think people are afraid because like, oh, it's up there. But like, this is digital. Anything and everything can be changed in like a matter of seconds. And so that's what's so nice too. If there's a mistake, you fix it. It's not that big of a deal.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And, and by the time you've built your site, it's such a simple thing to go in and tweak it. And it's kind of fun to show it off and get feedback and then think, you know, okay, I've, I've left it alone for a few days and I think I see how, how this can be better. And just go back in and with, in five minutes, you've got a new, you know, a new look in that specific area of your site. And it's, it's really the word. You mentioned earlier when we were chatting, is empowering. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's
1: exactly what we want. We want for teachers to feel empowered when it comes to their website. We don't want them to look at their website and be afraid to touch anything.
0: (laughs) And that's how I was before. And, you know, that's how I feel at my site in general. Like, we have graphics at uh, leelavis.com, and they're not on the page. You have to do something with them. And I really do like it when teachers, you know, delve into a little bit of creativity and a little bit of technology because you're going to be so happy that you can do it yourself and tweak it that way. So, Okay, I have a question for you because this there's you were talking about SEO and you know how people were finding you because you have a website. Can you I don't know, in a couple of sentences tell us what SEO is and and why did you see a spike in the interest in your studio once you had a website? Can you put two and two sure. together for us?
1: Absolutely. So SEO stands for search engine optimization and it's kind of the The behind the scenes stuff in your website that search engines use to know okay, this content means that this website is a good match to show this parent, this person who just typed in piano lessons in my town, piano lessons in Louisville, Kentucky, or you know, wherever you are. Um, So your SEO kind of is like your website raises your hand, raises its hand and says, hey, search engines, I'm here and this is what I'm offering. And this is why you should show me to this particular set of people. So it's helpful because the longer your website is in existence and with good SEO, your website will will come up sooner and sooner in search results. And so in my case, I was able to build my studio when there weren't as many studio websites around. And without paying for ads or anything like that, I was able to get my, my studio website up on the first page of search results in my area. That's a lot harder to do now. It takes a lot more patience, but it can happen. And good SEO is the very first thing um, to take care of in order to make sure that your website shows up when people are searching for lessons in their area.
0: And of course, your course will help teachers with that as well. And it sounds like it's somewhat built in to Squarespace. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Squarespace is very SEO friendly. There are already some things built into the website that you don't even have to do anything with. Just the process of building the website and the process of how we guide you through building the website, we make sure that you have those building blocks along the way without even thinking about them. But then at the end, I have a, a really brief module that just steps you through each individual thing you do, and then we also have a printable guide. Um, and so you can kind of get as as dorky as you want to with it. <laughs> but we make sure, regardless, that by the time you launch, your website is ready to connect to search engines.
0: So you now, if there if they're interested in your course, they're going to have to wrap their mind around a, a website. So how can you prepare someone for delving into this area where they may not have been before, or they have a site, they may think it's okay. You know, What are they going to have to be ready to do when they jump into your course?
1: It's just one thing it's just making it a priority on your calendar. Uh You don't need, yeah, you don't need to bring anything else. So, we'll step you through we We have some templates for writing really good content for your website. We ask leading questions and then, in the process of answering those questions, you end up with blocks of really great copy that that describe what you 're offering to parents and we offer formulas for you know here 's how you know that that you want to keep here's how, here's how you know if your paragraphs are too long or <laughs> you're you know you're saying too many words. you know look for this mm-hmm. um, so we we kind of take. All the unknowns out of that. And as long as you schedule time to spend on it, we, in fact, that's the very first thing we step you through in the course is sitting down with your calendar and planning for these. We have six modules. So we encourage you to plan that out. And, you know, if you're, if you've got some time off teaching, say over the holidays and, and it's your goal to launch your website over the holidays, totally doable, However, if you've got a really busy teaching schedule and um, you say, okay, I have two evenings a week to devote to this or you know, a few hours each Saturday for the next few weeks, we think it'll take you about eight weeks or so um, for a, you know, working around a normal teaching schedule. Um, and so as long as you sit down with your calendar and you're willing to make it a priority, we'll take care of the rest.
0: Nice. And I must say that when you and Jeremy worked on my site... Having you there was wonderful because you took care of everything, but you would need things from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I would be looking at the clock like, I teach in five minutes. Um, okay. <laughs> and I would quick whip something up. And and so I think there's luxury in this course where you can take your time, you can think about it. And of course, you can always tweak it. And that's what I've been doing. I've been revisiting what I said my first time around and, and changing things up. So th- that's the beauty of the digital world. So now, okay, it's going to be launching on November 18th. And can you tell us any more about it? Anything that we should know? or are, and, and one other question, do you have websites that are already finished that uh, teachers will be able to see so they see, they can imagine themselves with a website as wonderful as everybody else's? So we
1: are about to launch this course for the first time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we have not let anyone use it yet. Um, I use it to build a sample site through the course. Um, but essentially, if you go to our portfolio on our website, you can see the style in which we build and the style in which we help you to build. So, while some of the websites in our portfolio, like yours, have a store and a blog and things like that, and we are really just helping teachers to set up a simple studio website, they'll be able to find those in there as well. And um, it's it's a very simple process. Like you said, Squarespace websites look beautiful; they kind of stand out. And now, when I go to a website, i 'll have that little bell that goes off in my head and i 'll be like, this is totally a squarespace website. I can see it <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, if you go to studiorocketwebdesign.com, com um, then you can click on our our work and and see um, some examples of of what your website can look like
0: nice so and will there be support along the way for this course? Are you going to be available? Will the, there be a Facebook community or anything or
1: we are pretty thorough in the tools we offer teachers. We are always thrilled to hear from teachers and we're pretty quick to get back to folks. So if somebody were to get stuck at some point or need a little bit of extra guidance, we are absolutely here. Um, but we were pretty thorough in the tools and um, and in the modules. And I I think that most, that teachers will will feel really confident as they build their website.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking time to explain all of this and to assure teachers that, that yes, they can do this. Uh, and you know what? They can do it in the comfort of their own home, <laughs> which is kind of a good thing right now since we're all <laughs> locked down anyway. And and hopefully it can help them. I I think it takes a little bit of reflection to decide who you are and what, what kind of teacher you are. So there's some kind of I don't know. I I thought it was quite healthy for me to have to go through this. And what do I want my students to think about or parents to think about when they see my website? And um, it's a good time to, um, you know, if you want to reevaluate, if you want to reinvent, maybe you don't like something about how you've been going about it, maybe this is the time to make that change too.
1: Yes, thinking about your why
0: the why exactly yes instead of and you know the why is the most important and then there's the what and the how now i have one other question and maybe you can't answer this but you know i use my music staff in order to gain information from potential students now does squarespace offer something like that as well uh, or what kind of tools are you using for that that type of information gathering
1: i love that question okay. actually we have a number of clients who are big fans of my music staff and they have an integration that works beautifully with Squarespace. So you can just pop that form right into your Squarespace website. And that is something that I teach in our course. In fact, I reached out to the folks at my music staff and they are kindly offering a 60 day free trial for anybody who uses the link that we share in the course. um, If a teacher wants to try that out, but yeah, I'll, I step everybody through um, how, how to start in your My Music Staff account, and what pieces of information you need to copy and paste into your Squarespace website—super easy. For teachers who do not use My Music Staff, I can also I also show you how to build a custom enrollment form that then just comes to your email address or to any really anywhere you want it to arrive. Um, but yes, there are two really great options for that. So Squarespace is super customizable. You can build. You know, a form that that asks for student ages and which piano program they're interested in, or you know, which orchestra program. Um, but then, yes, my music staff also fits in there really beautifully. You can even customize your colors, the colors of your form in my music staff, to match the colors on your website, which is just super cool.
0: Hmm. Okay. I haven't uh, dived into that. Is that a word, dived? <laughs> I like it. Dove. I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't kind of dove into all of that. Or maybe you set that up. Did you set that up already for me? But you know, I don't. I,
1: I don't know. remember using my music staff in your website. But that is something we can fix.
0: Ah, okay. I can
1: even show you how to adjust the colors.
0: Okay. Very cool. Well, and maybe I can even figure it out myself now. But I don't know. <laughs> you I, probably I can. I still <laughs> like someone to show me how. So thank you so much for showing us how. I really do think that. You know this entry level course, we'll call it, can really get people what they need, and um, it's good. It's good enough. You know, it doesn't have to be this really elaborate site in order to draw attention to you and your and what you have to offer. So, thank you so much, Jana. Anything else that we can have to add to this before we say goodbye? I don't think so.
1: We're going to have a a special discount for your audience that we're going to share. so we'll, we'll share that. Um, but no, we're, we're really uh, grateful that you invited me to be here and it's been a, it's been really fun to chat.
0: Now, before we leave, cause I always forget this. I, did I warn you about my spark questions? Oh yes, yes you did. I'm i prepared. good. Good, good. I forgot about Excellent. those. Yes. I know. And I'm <laughs> very bad at forgetting those. So, uh, I sh- should say I'm very bad at remembering those. There we go. <laughs> so let's go with the first one. What is your favorite movie soundtrack?
1: I think it's the soundtrack to the movie, Amelie. Oh, it's, um, yes. it's by Jan Tiersen, and he writes some just hauntingly beautiful piano melodies. So kind of an older movie, but I, I absolutely love, love the music. So beautiful.
0: And I think one of those is like the top overplayed piano piece ever from that oh, probably. movie,
1: right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably so, yes. <laughs> it is gorgeous, so why not? Gorgeous. It's French, why not?
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then the next one, what is one book that you couldn't teach without?
1: Piano Safari.
0: Mm. Repertoire
1: book one. Absolutely. Uh, Piano Safari transformed my studio Mm. and my students' confidence at the piano. And I am such a huge fan of theirs. Um, And I I didn't discover it until maybe three or so years ago. Um, But I just now I can't live without it.
0: And repertoire book one, that's not the pattern book, because I, I can't teach without their pattern books one and two. And I'll have to check out their repertoire book one.
1: Yes, there's a lot of overlap. The, the pattern I book see. is just the rote pieces. Okay. The repertoire book contains a lot of reading pieces as well. So it's kind of their, how they intertwine the reading and the rote.
0: Nice. Okay. Okay. Good. Good to know. And then the very last question, what is one fail in your life that turned into a win, which is kind of a personal question, but it's kind of a fun one too.
1: Yeah. The funny thing is the one I had prepared for this is actually our move cross country, Mm -hmm. where I had big plans for a, a really full thriving group studio in Washington state. But Honestly, we wouldn't be launching this course right now Mm -hmm. if I had had that full Thriving Group Studio. And this course has been so much fun to put together. Um, And we wouldn't have been able to serve as many clients either had I had that Thriving Group Studio. We also built a program together, our second business that Jeremy and I co-own called Pianosore. And yeah. it's a subscription library of kind of mini piano lessons for for really young kids to to work on with their parents, kind of to introduce a child to the piano before they're ready for formal lessons. We built that last year after moving and I realized the studio wasn't gonna happen so it's been really fun to collaborate with jeremy but also to explore kind of the outer reaches of my creativity in the music world and the teaching world and in business so it has been a big win as it turns out i'm i'm happier doing a variety of things than just one
0: thing so yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know all about that. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: if, if one, if you get tired of one thing, just head over to the, the next thing, and exactly. Yeah, oh, that's a good story. Well, thank you, Jana, for sharing your story with us, and we look forward to your course launch. And thanks again, and all the best to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jana has a new course, so that's part of the reason why she joined me today. But I hope you heard that Jana has more than her own agenda in mind. She cares about the struggles of her friends and colleagues. She genuinely wants to empower teachers, just like you, to succeed. Head to the show notes at leelaviscom slash key ideas for links and coupons to Jana and Jeremy's course. With their gentle guidance, you can level up your website and fill those gaps in your teaching schedule. As you ponder what photos and text to use as you update your website, I leave you with this quote by author Jerry Jenkins. When you show rather than tell, you make the reader part of the experience. Rather than having everything simply imparted to him, he sees it in his mind and comes to the conclusions you want. And one more quote to ponder as you wonder if you are up for the challenge of expanding your capabilities in the world of technology and thrive in 2021. Last year, I took on the mantra, take courage. And I couldn't agree more with Anise Neen who says, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. I look forward to seeing you online and of course in the trenches too.